0: Friday night footy coming up in round thirteen. It's the Western Bulldogs and Port Adelaide. Our Friday night presenting partner is Penrite Oil and your local Repco authorised service. Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell, Jared Healy, Brad Johnson, with you in the box. We've been joined by the Bulldogs' chief executive. We're heading down into the Port Adelaide coaching camp now with Nathan Bassett. Nathan, great to have you with us on AFL Nation. Thank you. What's at the core of this nine-game winning streak?
1: Yeah, I think it's the consistency of the pressure that we put on the opposition combined with, you know, the growth that we've had from some of our younger people, particularly through the midfield, that uh, has helped us, you know, get over the line in a lot of close games. Does it, Can you feel it permeate through the group, group week on week on week? I think there's strong belief in, in terms of who we are and, and how we have to play. The challenge is doing it week in, week out, and, you know, we've sort of snuck or, or battled our way over the line in, in quite a few tighter games in the last nine weeks, and hopefully we can keep doing it. And Bass, it just seems like you've got that luxury of of form over reputation, which very rarely happens throughout an AFL season. Yeah, it's nice to keep introducing younger people into the side. Josh Sin plays his third game of AFL footy and only the second time he started tonight. So, you know, to have him come in the side, to be able to have, you know, Dylan Williams at 22 playing 10 games and Miles Bergman, Kane Farrell, Lockie Jones all playing in defence. You know, it 's nice to have a, a young core that you can see growing into being a, a very good team in the future speaking of josh sin
0: he 's got some fantastic athletic traits as, as well. He gets a serious crack tonight which is which is great for him. What do you ask of him
1: tonight bass yeah I think it 's the the contest and it 's his power that that you know separates him his ability to come out the other side and, and accelerate away from people, so you know if he can keep doing the job that he needs to do where, where he's normally playing on the winger at half back, if he can keep getting up and down the ground and giving us good shape on the field, give us some of that ball use and, and power to come out the front and, and get us driving the ball inside 50, then he's doing a good job. Nathan,
2: we've been really impressed by uh, Ollie Lord. He's out today. Did, did you think
1: about keeping him in or is it just too unbalanced, if so? Yeah, we get a little bit unbalanced with four tools in the forward line. I, and Ollie's been a, a great competitor and he brings the ball to ground and He's been really good to work with for, for a young man that hadn't played a heap of footy three years ago. So, you know, he'll go back to the SNFL. And we know we've got some excellent depth there, uh, if required. And, you know, we're pretty happy, do to, to have Charlie Dixon back in the side as well. Are you a little worried about your hide in defence with what the Bulldogs can throw at you from a personnel point of view tonight? Uh, well, I, I think, you know, we've got people that play tall and I think we've got some nice aerial sisters. So certainly Norton is a very good player and, and jumps at the ball, uh, lob is clearly very tall and and uses it you know regularly so they do have a couple of taller options jamara hugo Hagen jumps at the ball well uh, but you know it's probably more separation guys more than contested markers other than probably aaron norton so if our guys can be in the good positions that we get some aerial support then we should be okay what's your greatest concern in the back half of the
2: season outside of injuries if you if you thought there was a weakness in your team what do you need to address
1: I don't know if I want to give that away, Jerry. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know,
2: I'll tell you what champion data say. They say <laughs> that uh, you're most vulnerable when your defenders have
1: to defend one-on-one. Yeah, well, I, I think that's been certainly a focus uh, moving into the season is defending one-on-one less. You know, we Last year, we defended one-on-one, you know, I think, the most in the competition. Yeah. So we, we tried to reduce those one-on-one numbers and, and get some more legs into the defence where we can both defend those the full ground ball movement, but ensure that we can get the extra there and aerial support more often. Bass, how much time do you actually
0: spend in match committee talking about Dan Houston? Normally, it's the last three or four players, but this this guy can play multiple
1: roles in in a really excellent and efficient way for you guys. Yeah, Dan Dan sort of shifted his role uh, early in the season, and and you know he's probably played more the Darcy Byrne Jones role, uh, you know since round three. And he's done a great job in defence. So he's a he's a good leader in the back half, and uh, his ball use and ability to clean things up and 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 help out in uh, defence has been outstanding. Miles Bergman's another one who's come come on amazingly this year.
2: Um, he's mainly, I think, uh, made. The, the big jump across the half-back line. But I noticed last week in particular that you, you pushed him up to the wing, named on a wing, not that that matters. Uh, is, is he just a floater between the two positions or are you trying to set him up to play more wing for the back half of the season?
1: Look, I think we'll try and set him up to be have a consistent area or consistent place that he plays in yep. to give him the best chance of success. So whether that's on the wing, whether that's at half-back, uh, you know, he's got some great intercepting skills. Uh, He moves so well, and and he helps us in our full-ground defense. Yeah, Miles has got a lot uh, to offer the team. So, you know, we've shuffled him a little bit the last two weeks, especially being short on forwards. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can settle him down for the rest of the year. He's been a hell of a player for you this season. Uh, You'd love to get him signed up. Yeah, look, we certainly would. He's been uh, very good for us. He's he's a good young man to work with. He's still got a long way to go in terms of what sort of footballer that he can be. Uh, But I love what I'm seeing so far. Bass, how did you set the team up following last week's game? I and mean, I'm talking about in terms of
0: the review process. Because you, did you focus on first half, second half, a combination? Because of the wins in a row, you don't want to gloss over things that you that you're doing or that you need to improve on as well.
1: Yeah, it was more a positive review uh, than probably looking at the last quarter and three minutes where you know where Hawthorne did most of their damage. I mean, there was some room uh, for us to improve in terms of around our contest and. Uh, in in our full ground defence at that stage, but the first half was, you know, pretty electric. It was as good a footy as we played uh, in a long time, and to to move the ball like we did, to to be as dominant in the front half as we were, you know, there was a lot to like about how we played that fr- first half. What what fatigues a group more, playing attacking footy or a defensive brand of footy, setting up <laughs> the ground defensively? Well, I, the numbers would say the first half last week. Yeah. We we cooked ourselves. In the first three quarters, we hit some numbers that we haven't hit before, and uh, and we paid the price in it's the last quarter. So, you know, probably taking Scott off, uh, Scott Leysen off didn't help, but it certainly helps us in the in the longer run in terms of keeping him fresher tonight, knowing that he's got a big challenge in English. It's an inter- it's an interesting one, isn't it, Bas? Because you you want to
0: start so well, and your starts have been so good in recent times, but then it's then it's controlling the player so they don't keep you know pushing forward for a, attack full full for the full amount of time.
1: Yeah, our pressure was huge. Um, you know, we raised the ball. You know, I think we kicked six goals from our, our back 50 in the first half. Like We kicked about six goals from the back 50 all season before the weekend, and we did it in a half. So there's a lot more longer running and, and a lot of high-speed running that the guys did last week. So, you know, probably took it out of them. We, we did have some slower moments where we tried to slow the game down because uh, it was just hard to keep up. Were you set through to go to someone at stoppages? Uh, Look, uh, there's definitely be a chance. He certainly does a good job uh, generally when he goes to someone and and the Western Bulldogs have a lot of good midfielders.
0: Nathan, good to have you with us ahead of tonight's (laughs) encounter. Good luck to make it 10. Thank you. Nathan Bassett, Port Adelaide assistant coach, down on the boundary with us.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Drew was set for someone. I had him on the show yesterday, gave me absolutely nothing (laughs) in his answer to that question. So... uh, Yeah, that was an indicator. And it's interesting to hear a team admit that they took Lyset off at halftime last week with English in mind this week that a team at halftime of one game is already thinking of the game ahead. What are you
0: hoping, Dwayne? That he'd say, Yeah, I'm going to bond, I'm gonna dominate the bond, I'm gonna do this this and this and this and this to him. Everybody has the right right?
1: to everybody has the right to Um, answer the questions as they like and it's a privilege to have them on. But at one stage there, I thought if I asked him his favourite colour, he might not want to tell me. Very good.
2: Uh, Dan Butler has been issued a one-match ban for his tackle on uh, Nick Blakey last night